0: Now, another edition of Top Rope Report. And here's your host, Mr. Trivia.
1: Right, good evening everyone and welcome to another live edition of Top Rope Report here on Facebook Live, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the nunster Greg. Greg, welcome.
0: Hey, what's up, Trip?
1: Not much. Um, unfortunately, we have to start off the show today with some uh, pretty bad news, I and mean, the bad news has to do with Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy was recently arrested uh, in Volusia County, Florida on a DUI charge. Yep. It's not the first, it's not the first time no. it's happened. It's probably going to be his last because, I mean, it, it's pretty sad. I mean, the man's been a, a great talent in the wrestling business for many, many years. I would have said a bona fide Hall of Famer, but it doesn't look like he's going to make it in now. Um, It's just sad. I mean, he's had run-ins with it before. He's had problems with alcohol before. Something must be wrong because obviously the rehab's not working. Um, What's your take on it?
0: Well, I mean, he didn't go to rehab this last time. So, I mean, he he had that whole weird instance at a live event. Where he left the middle of the match. Walked out and left through the crowd. Um, was supposedly. Quote unquote. Impaired. Um, he was offered help by WWE. And he said no I'm fine. Well obviously you're not fine. Um, some things that really jump out about this. at me it, With me is. At first it was reported that he was pulled over. And arrested. At like 12.34 in the morning. Well. No, he got pulled over at like 9.30 in the morning. Three hours later, he was then processed at the local police department. That's where he actually got his breathalyzer test officially done. Three hours later, at the police barracks, where he blew a sorry point two nine four and a point 291 I don't know a lot about alcohol but I know when you stop drinking it does start to your blood alcohol does start to come down if he was that hammered at 9:30 in the morning that 3 hours later he blew almost four times the legal limit of 0.08 that's that's alarming, um, and yeah, this shippen- is his third one in the state of Florida, which means he could do five to ten years in jail. Yep. And
1: uh, you no. know, not notwithstanding, you know, probably getting his license revoked.
0: And well, his license already revoked.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Cause he was driving without it
0: too, huh? Well, he had a license, which is which is. Obviously, whatever rental car places he's used when he's traveling they don't run a license check on your license they just look to see that you have one because he still had a copy of his license I guess he had two copies so the last time he got arrested and they took his license away he still had another copy because for years he's been renting cars at airports and Stuff like that, and, and, you know, obviously, once again, they don't run a, a license check, obviously. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, his license is already revoked and suspended.
1: Yep. So do you think this is really going to put a damper on his Hall
0: of Fame when it comes time? Well, I don't know, because other people have had... um problems and issues and have still gotten in the hall of fame you know but they received the help they needed yep absolutely you know what yeah, is? i mean it's it's sad i mean he has a disease um yep. you know like a disease if you don't take care of yourself you're gonna have issues you know, Absolutely. I have a disease. I'm diabetic. If I eat a bunch of Kit Kats and Snickers and stuff like that, my blood sugar is going to shoot through the roof and it's going to affect my health. So I have to, you, you know, in my opinion, alcoholism is a disease. Yeah. Um, it's something that you have to focus on and try and deal with every day of your life.
1: Absolutely. And, well, we, the only thing we can do is, you know, just...
0: Send out positive prayers for Jeff Hardy and hope he gets the help that he needs. Yeah, and uh, um, Tony Khan yeah, to did, did from AEW. Um, I don't, I don't have the tweet right in front of me, but he suspended him indefinitely, without pay, and said he will not be welcome back to the roster until he gets and completes the program that he needs. So, I mean for whatever anybody wants to say anything negative about Tony Khan um, that that's something that he's doing that shows that he cares about his performers because a lot of people right. think that he doesn't because he allows his performers to do some more reckless things that he wouldn't see in like WWE or even Impact um, yeah. but you know kudos to Tony Khan for putting his foot down saying hey you know what we love you we like you we need you we're here to support you but you're not coming back until you take care of yourself.
1: Absolutely. Kudo, like you said, kudos to Tony Khan. It's a great thing he's doing. I just hope that Jeff does accept the help because he definitely needs it. And uh, we want to wish him all the best. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, I'm not saying hopefully you can
0: kick this disease, but there is a way you can, you know, stay clean and sober right. for the rest of your life. And for those. Douchebags out there that are blaming his brother Matt. Um, they were at a Dave and Buster's that Sunday night where Jeff Hardy was performing an acoustic set. Um, that's reportedly where the drinking started. So there's people out there that are killing Matt Hardy for not stopping him from drinking. I'm sorry, but once again, if I'll use myself as an example. If I want to eat a candy bar, I don't give a fuck who's around me. I'm gonna eat a candy bar. You know, you're you're not gonna unless you're physically gonna tackle me and tie me up. I'm gonna eat a kid, I'm gonna eat that Kit Kat. I'm gonna eat that Snickers bar. Right. You know, sitting. If he is, if he wants a drink, he's gonna drink. Unless Matt was tied to his hip the whole time, which 99% sure he wasn't. There's no way, and and. With that instance, it's like it's like a bag of potato chips. Once you eat one, you gotta eat the whole bag. You know, alcoholism. Yeah. Once you have that drink and you get that taste, you're in for a long night.
1: Right. So, like I said, you know, we want to wish Matt Hardy, uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, all the prayers in the world. Uh, hopefully, he'll get the rehab and the help that he needs. And who knows, maybe. Somewhere down the line, we might see him back in a wrestling ring again. You never know.
0: Yeah, maybe. You never know.
1: So, good luck to Jeff. Oh. All right, so Monday Night Raw is now in the books. Yep. What do you think?
0: I mean, I thought it was okay. It was better than the week before.
1: Yep. Totally agree. Uh, they had a couple of uh, qualifying matches for Money in the Bank. Which it looks like it's starting to shape up a little
0: bit. Well, I've yeah. done one out of the reported eight for the men, and three out of the yeah. reported eight for the women. Um, with only a week and a half left, I don't know how shape right. up that's it. That, how shaping up that is?
1: Well, I'm sure we're going to see more matches uh, Friday night and Monday as well. So.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm just saying there's still a yeah. lot of open spots. Yep. So,
1: but. Um, yeah, so like I said, I thought Monday Night Raw was better than um, the week before, you know a lot of, there was a couple of good matches, one was the best match in the card, we'll go over that when we talk about the card, and uh, you know there was a couple of dumb things I really didn't care too much for, but that's what Monday Night Raw does a lot of times, they will yeah. like put something stupid on, and, Yep. you know, just to fill the time, so whenever you're ready we can go over the matches.
0: Yeah. Nope. Um, well, it didn't start with the match. It started with Miz TV with Paul Heyman in the ring with the Miz. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
1: Uh, I went first last time, so I'll let
0: you go. Yeah, you went first both times last week, Raw and SmackDown.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I'll let you go this time. I mean, what is a better than, was it a better than normal Miz TV Um, if it is, it's only because Paul Heyman was in it. Um, I mean, The Usos did come out later in the thing. Um, I mean, nothing glaringly jumps out. Um, I mean, other than The Miz starting to introduce Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman cutting him off and introducing himself. Um, you know, they talked about Riddle you know, in his match against Roman Reigns, and they added a stipulation to the match that if Riddle doesn't beat Roman Reigns, he will never get the challenge for the title while Roman Reigns has it. Um, so that knocks him out of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, sorry, just got a message from someone. Um, There's... But I mean, it was just—I mean, it wasn't a bad miss TV. It wasn't a good miss TV. It was just okay. Um, I'm going to give it a C. All
1: right. Um, what you had said before about Paul Heyman saying that if Riddle didn't win the match, he would never give another—he would never get another shot at the title from Roman Reigns. Key word there is win the match. He didn't say win the title. He said win the match. If Roman Reigns gets counted out or disqualified, Riddle wins the match. So he would still, he was, I believe, he would still be in line for another title match.
0: Well, yeah, if he doesn't win the match, Mike.
1: I know. But they make it. But you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, you know, well, what if he doesn't win? If he doesn't
0: win the title, no, if he doesn't win the match, he's not going to win it." I think Roman's going to. I don't. I don't understand your point. It has nothing to do with. Roman being counted out, if Riddle doesn't win, doesn't matter how he wins, if he loses, if he loses, he doesn't, it's not if he doesn't win the belt, it's if he doesn't win, if he doesn't win, if he loses to Roman Reigns, he's done, he's out, never to do it again. Well,
1: I just wanted to clarify that for some of the listeners out there, because most people will say, well... What happens if he wins? If he doesn't win the title, then he doesn't get a match. Well, no, he doesn't get a match if he doesn't win the title because he didn't win the match. So, but I thought it was an okay promo. Um, I love Paul Heyman on the mic. Miz, well, he goes without saying on the mic as well. Riddle, he's he, he's good on the mic as well. I like the way he got in uh, you know, Paul Heyman's face and you know, well, you know, you guys don't know what I'm capable of, but, you know. He's a former MMA fighter, which I didn't realize.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: real. And uh, I, I mean, it's probably going to be a good match, but I just don't see it, uh, you know, going for a long time. It's probably going to be the last match in the night, so they'll probably. Oh yeah, have of it course. After. Yeah. I I gave uh, I gave the whole thing a C.
0: Okay. Then after that, while the Usos were there getting ready to, uh, looking like they were going to attack. Riddle, um, the Street Profits came out, which led to a match between Montez Ford and Jimmy Uso. What did you think of the match?
1: Well, I thought it was a good match. Every time you get these these guys in the ring, whether it's singles or tag teams, you're going to get a good match. Montez Ford, you know he's he's one tough son of a bitch. I mean, he he go toe to toe. I think he can go toe to toe with anybody. And he was, you know, when he jumps off that top rope, he can just reach out and grab the money in the bank. That's how high he is. He can grab the briefcase. But um, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was a good match. Um, wasn't the best match on the card, but it was, it was right up there. I thought it was a, uh, a highly entertaining match. Um, it's just the thing where, you know, the Street Profits, they, they lost again. And I don't know what they're going to do. As far as, you know, having them beat one of the Usos or having them beat both of them. But with the match overall, I
0: gave it a C plus. Oh, that below the score. Okay. Um, I thought it was was a really good match. Um, I, I can't echo enough that, like, it seems like last year at this time, when you look at Montez Ford, he was like a muscular riddle, a more muscular riddle. Now he looks like he's getting to look like a small like a sort of got a smaller version of of uh Bobby Lashley. The guy's getting jacked. Um yeah. whatever he's doing if he keeps doing he's going to be a force to reckon with. Um I could see him having a great singles career. He's great on the mic. He's getting great in the ring. Um, if he gets more powerful. Watch out. He he will definitely be somebody um to, to keep an eye on. I loved this match. Um, didn't necessarily like the ending. If the ending was a little bit better, um, not as, like, it looked a little clumsy to me. I don't. I didn't mind Usos winning because right. finally a champ in a non-title match won a match. Usually when a champs in a non-title match, they lose. So with right. them winning, I didn't mind. I just didn't like the little clumsy ending, so... I would have given it a B plus, but I'm gonna give it a B. Okay,
1: my buddy Ian from Ohio is tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, Ian.
0: Okay. Um, then right after that, they went to a um, backstage interview with Kevin Patrick interviewing Seth Rollins. Um, he he tried explaining. Sorry, I spent a little time out, a couple hours outside today. My allergies are really. <laughs> messing with me um, I I mean how much better can somebody get on the mic it it just seems like anytime he does anything in the ring with a mic just just put an a and whether you're going to leave the a there or you're going to put a plus or a minus next to it is basically all you're going to do. Um, I've read that, that you know what, that people disagreed if, if with the, well, potential or actual whatever, um, face turn of edge to replace Cody Rhodes, that they should have turned Seth Rollins' face and it would have been a lot better. No. No. He is working on being the top heel in all of WWE. Um, and he's doing it great. I gave the promo, like I said. I started off with an A and it ended in an A. I,
1: I agree with every single word. The grade as well. Seth Rollins is just the master on the microphone. The minute he walks over to the, to the ropes and they hand him the microphone, it's an A automatically. And it's just, you know... And as far as him being the top heel in the company... Well, right now, it's him and Roman, I think, going head-to-head.
0: Well, we're, a yeah, I, Roman's yeah. losing a lot of his heel steam to me because he's not yep. around. You know, right. he's, he's up at that's the that's cowboy that. ranch of Brock Lesnar or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but I, I totally agree with you. As far as the promo goes, I gave it an A
0: Okay. As well. Um, then after that, well didn't even mention that the fact that at the end of the promo um, AJ Styles who was facing Rollins in a Money to Bank ladder match qualifying match came and, and whacked him across the face and said that's for Cody I didn't need that I thought that, that was dumb it was stupid I mean what the hell does AJ, AJ Styles wasn't in WWE when Cody was Right. Where's the connection? Cody mm-hmm. was in WWE when AJ Styles was in T where's the connection? Why are you quote unquote defending Cody Rhodes? Um yep. then we had a advertised match of Becky Lynch taking on Dana Brooke for the twenty four seven championship. what do you I'm, think? I know. Big of
1: this at the start because when the match first started, they went for a couple minutes, and then everybody started running into ring, and you know Ozawa and everybody else. And no. Becky Lynch
0: is like, you know, what are you What are you talking about?
1: Becky Lynch versus Dana Brooke.
0: There was no run in by anyone.
1: Or was it? Was that the last match?
0: That was last week's when Tazawa came in. This was an actual match for the 24-7 title, where Becky Lynch attacked her before the match even started, laid a vicious beat down, got on the mic talking about the Money in the Bank ladder match, Oscar came down to the ring. Oh,
1: okay, I got the the dates mixed up. Well, yeah, I kind of figured Becky was going to attack her, I mean... You know, Oscar came in and they're just going to be having something to keep going on with Oscar and Becky. They have the qualifying match on Monday night for Money in the Bank which I'm really interested to see who's going to win that because I mean, if you're losing something if Becky doesn't get in, you're losing something if Oscar doesn't come in, get in. But you're also a plus if either one of them gets in too. So, But I mean, overall with the thing with Becky and, and um, Dana
0: Brooke, I had to I had, to give it, I had to give it a C-minus. Wow. We are totally off with grades. Um, I thought the beatdown was vicious. Um, I, I thought it really showed her angry side, putting her m- even over more as a heel. Um, she's another one that that's gold on a mic. You put a mic in front of her and she can out-promo almost anyone in, in the women's locker room, um, in WWE. Um, and Oscar coming down. Honestly. Kind of lost it a little bit for me. Just. Just. just Because she doesn't have the skills. With the mic. To compete in a promo. I mean she has the mannerisms. And the goofiness. And this and that. Um, the little fish that comes back and forth. Was okay. I, I, I gave the whole thing with the promo. And everything. Um, an actual B. I thought it was a lot better than a C-. Okay. And then after that, I don't know if you can talk about it, because you said you slept through it, um, but it was the women's tag team match with Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan taking on Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H., um, where the winner of this tag team match was put in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um... Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan wound up winning. It was a it was an okay match. I mean, it wasn't the best match I've ever seen both of them in. Um, wasn't the worst match. Um, still seeing that clumsiness from Dewdrop when she you know I, like I said I don't know if it's because she needs to wrestle people that are five foot six, five foot seven, and one hundred and twenty five, hundred and thirty pounds versus women that are five feet tall and hundred pounds. She just doesn't look like she is trying to be, quote-unquote, safe, but vicious. Um, right. There were some flubs on both sides. I I could see them, after Money in the Bank, um, um, putting a focus on Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan being a tag team. I I, I think it's an interesting pairing. I think, uh, you know, I think Liv Morgan can help elevate herself working with Alexa Bliss um, but as far as the match and everything goes just because Nikki A.S.H. has not given up her superhero gimmick I'm going to knock it from a C plus to a
1: alright I did see the match by the way I rewatched it um, I definitely agree I think Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan are going to have what it takes to be a, a good tag team in the women's division of WWE. You know, like you said, there was a lot of miscues in the match. Dewdrop. I mean, she she should be very dominant in the women's division with her size and it's just her talent and her abilities. They seem to be getting lost somewhere. Like you said, you know, with people to be wrestling. Uh, Nikki Ash. I can do without that now. That's I'm over that. That stupid gimmick. But um, I think Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan would make a great tag team. I'm glad they won, advancing them into the Money in the Bank, which is going to be interesting and good for the both of them. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them won it. No. So, well, that's just my opinion. No,
0: no, I, I, um, I just, I mean, once again, look at who the title holders are. Yeah. Bianca Blair, Ronda Rousey. It's, in, in my opinion, it has to be a heel... That wins the Money in the Bank briefcase. It, it, I don't think they'll give it to a face when you already have two face champions. Right.
1: And uh, o- overall, I gave it a C C+. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. After that, we then had the um, rematch from Hell in a Cell of Ezekiel taking on Kevin Owens. You're covering your face?
1: Oh, I'm so tired of this match.
0: This is the second time we've seen this match. How could just, you be tired of it?
1: Uh, just well—not the match. I mean, the way that they're just interacting. I mean, uh, they're they're playing it up nice. That we all know he's Elias. But I mean, they're they're playing it up nice. Kevin Owens is doing a a, a good job. Am I going for the first time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do like the way Ezekiel Elias and so forth. Um. His, his ability in the ring has gotten much better. He, he's, I noticed he's bigger. <coughs> he said he's coming. Uh, Elias will be back next week to play the guitar. <coughs> Excuse me. That'll be interesting to see. It was a good match, though. I, I enjoyed the match. It was a hard-hitting match. I just... Um, I just like the
0: way, you know, Kevin Owens just keeps calling him a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're not Ezekiel. I I gave it a C plus. Okay. Um I, I totally agree with the grade. Um the best part of the match I, I mean they're, they're they're good. I mean, Kevin Owens is good in the ring. Um Ezekiel is showing that he can be good in the ring. I know he, he was good in the ring and then they brought him up and, and they kinda you know, gave him this drifter you know character and he didn't really wrestle and then you know always you know maybe the guitar got in but him being just in the ring as Ezekiel um it's funny when uh if you um go to wikipedia and you type on you you hit there's like a little link and you hit Ezekiel's name it automatically brings you to Elias's wikipedia page it's hilarious um yeah. But, I mean, I, the match was entertaining. Um, him after the match stating that Elias should be there next week has really got me intrigued to see how they're going to pull it off. I mean, what if this really is Ezekiel, Elias' younger brother? I mean I don't know how I mean I could maybe the, the the facial hair I, I could understand okay, you know, you can grow it out for a week, um and then they could, you know, use magic with the makeup or whatever and, and incorporate more hair into it. But the dude at hairy arms had his you know, with the with the uh the tank top had his hairy chest, Ezekiel is smooth as a baby's butt. He's got no hair on him at all. So I'm right. very interested to see how they're gonna pull this off. Um yep. I like I said, I, I went straight up with the C. Plus.
1: Okay.
0: And then up next, um Omas accompanied MVP to the ring, um, where MVP then had a match with Cedric Alexander. This was the low point of the show. Um I thought that with Cedric Alexander doing all this stuff and him helping, you know, Bobby Lashley win that he would actually go over on MVP. But no, it was a squash match. MVP squashed him like a bug. Um maybe it's time for Cedric Alexander to take a page out of Apollo's book and, and go down to NXT. To try and do something because he's done on the main roster, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Um, yeah. I gave it a D. minus.
1: Totally totally agree with the grade. I agree with everything you said. I mean, Cedric Alexander has no business, I believe, in my opinion, being on the main roster anymore. Um, you know, I understand he was with the hurt business with Shelton Benjamin and MVP and Bobby Lashley and everything. He wants to get back in the good graces of Bobby Lashley, but that's over with that ship sailed you know Bobby Lashley's gonna be uh, you know focusing on theory and the US title and you got Omos with uh, MVP I kind of figured it was gonna be an easy match for MVP so I definitely gave it a D minus as
0: well okay then after that we had the men's money in the bank qualifying match it was AJ Styles taking on Seth freaking Rollins what'd you think
1: what a match! As far as I was concerned, it was the best match of the night. Um, I'm I'm kind of disappointed that AJ Styles didn't win because now AJ's not going to be in the Money in the Bank. So hopefully they'll give him a match on the card. Um, but it was just it was just a great match. I mean, both guys were going at it back and forth throughout the whole night. Um, kind of figured, you know. With the things going on with Seth Rollins and you know Cody Rhodes being out, in my opinion, I you know I'm glad Seth Rollins won because you never know you might have another cash in like he had at Brock Lesnar if he wins the Money in the Bank. I wouldn't be surprised if he won the Money in the Bank. I'm a little disappointed that you know AJ's not in it because he was in it a couple years ago and he did real well. I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the match.
0: I mean, the, the whole segment
1: and everything, I'm going to give it an A-. minus. Okay. Um, I thought, like
0: I said, I thought it was a really good match, best match of the night. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. It was definitely the best match of the night. Um, best, well, I'm not going to say best segment, because I, I think the, the Seth Rollins promo was just a little better. Just a little. Um, but I, I 100% agree with your grade of an A-. Um... You know, Seth Rollins dedicating his match against Edge Styles to Cody Rhodes. I mean, come on. I mean, that's just... How much better of a heel can you be? Um, right. The finish was brilliant. Um, it just... I loved it. The match was great. Um, like I said, I, I gave it an A-. minus, Almost an A, like I said, like a 92-93... Um, right. just barely away from getting that A grade, but I, I loved every second of this match.
1: Yep, so did I. That was like I said, the best match of the night, and, uh kudos to the both of them. Kudos, congratulations to Seth Rollins for qualifying for the Money in the Bank. Uh speaking of Money in the Bank, we will get to that uh shortly. Right now it's gonna be my favorite part of the show We're not gonna finish
0: Monday Night Raw?
1: Oh, I thought Monday Night I thought that was it.
0: Not even close. Well, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, okay. Go right ahead. I'm sorry. I
0: thought the, the A.J. thing was it. Okay, I'm sorry. Go no, right that was at like 9 o'clock. Okay, um, my fault, folks. I apologize. I mean, we're, we'll be able to get through quickly with everything that's left, but you know. Um, next thing was a match between Riddle and the man that you may have forgotten that was on Monday Night Raw, Champa. You got this one, right? No. Oh, I thought
1: I went first for the Seth one.
0: Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? No, that's right, yeah. Um, I'm just... I know Ciampa a while ago said he never wanted to go to the main roster, and this is probably why. Because he is an excellent in-ring performer. He can be a heel, he can be a face. Uh, He's okay on the mic, but what he's doing with WWE now, he's just being wasted. Um, I know he said he would do anything creative wanted. I don't think he really meant this. I, I mean, for what we got of it, I, I have to give it a straight-up C.
1: Yep. I think I think they're making Chopper look weak. Um, he was really rim- good in NXT. Um, coming up to the main roster, you know, he's, he's had his moments here and there with Mustafa Ali. You know, he got in the ring with Riddle and got beat. I mean, he's still... I don't, know if you want to, I don't know if you want to look at, it. well, he's still a name, and he's still a tough wrestler, and he's still a good wrestler, but I don't know about the, the main roster for Tommaso Ciampa. I, I gave it a C-minus.
0: Okay. Then Bianca Belair came down to the ring um, and started to do a little bit of a promo and then got cut off by Judgment Day.
1: I, th- I thought the promo was, was started out well you know Rhea Ripley came out on, he came up on the Titan Tron and stated her intentions I think this is going to be a hell of a match at yeah. Money in the Bank Good. I mean it's not going to surprise me if it's going to be one that steals the show it's going to be a great match uh, I don't ever recall I could be wrong but I don't ever recall the two of them facing each other one on one in the ring I don't know so, it's going to be interesting because I like Rhea's new character, uh, Bianca Belair. She's, you know, she's set on retaining the title, and I don't think anything's going to, going to stop her from trying to retain the title, but I don't think anything's going to stop Rhea from wanting to win the title. So, with that being said, everything overall, I gave it a, I gave the whole thing a B
0: plus. Oh, wow. Okay. Um... Bianca is getting a little better on the microphone. Um, I th- I still just think she'd be better as a heel. I really do. With her cocky attitude, I really think she'd be better as a heel. And I will, I will stick with that until they turn her heel. Um, I do also agree that I think this match at Money to the Bank is going to be good. Um, it'll definitely be better than the other women's match on the card. Um, Rousey versus Natalya, meaning not not the women's ladder match. Don't know who's in the ladder's match yet. Um, but I, I I'll slightly disagree with you, and I'm going to go with a B minus. Okay. Then we had Mustafa Ali versus Chad Gable. I gave it a C minus. That's it. There's really nothing else I can say. It was Chad Gable against Mustafa Ali i um, the only reason. Actually, you know what? I'll give it a C, because Chad Gable actually won. Right. So I'll give it a I C. Get, yep. Uh,
1: yeah, I, 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 go, I I'm going to take the C minus grade because I really didn't care too much for this match. Um, you know, you had two two smaller guys in the ring. Both have good, both have good wrestling knowledge. Both have good wrestling experience. Chad Gamble's a little bit better, I believe, in
0: the ring than. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Holly. I think so. Uh, and then again, there was the tree trunk out there, which is a big factor. Yep. But
1: uh, I gave it
0: a C. Okay. Then we went to the ever exciting Mysterio Veer Mahan battle, but well, this time it was Rey Mysterio taking on Veer Mahan. You're first.
1: I don't know. I mean, it seems like every time. No, I can't say every time because it's only been a couple times. I mean, he's wrestled Dominic twice. I, I believe this is the first time he's faced Ray in the ring.
0: Maybe uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, this, this this could have had a a part that you know. I thought it could have been an, an interesting match. Uh, I really can't remember the outcome. That's how interested I was in the match.
0: Well, Mahan put him in the cervical clutch. Yep.
1: And, yeah, the painful hold, the most painful hold in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> um which I kind of figure, you know, what's going to happen. He's, he he got another victory. I'm just waiting for him to get in the ring with somebody that can really, you know, bang with him, you know, yeah. like a Lashley or somebody like that to see how well he does.
0: I gave it a C-. Well, that's a very, 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 very generous grade. Um, this was... Well, if, if we go from the AJ Styles-Seth Rollins match, the the show just really, really just went downhill from there. Um, I, I gave this a D. Um, it was stupid. It was useless. Hopefully, with him now beating Rey Mysterio, he can move on to something else and wrestle... T-Bar next, I don't know somebody else, but I mean you know, it's a Tonka truck playing Demolition Derby with a Matchbox car so, then after right. that, oh boy yes I've been waiting all day to talk about this match the pose off between Bobby Lashley and Theory Stupid, dumb, useless, but the perfect type of segment to put on to end the show when nobody is watching it anymore because they were up against the NBA Finals, which was tied at two games apiece. And Golden State and and Boston Celtics were just tipping off the second half at around quarter to 11. So it was perfect to not have to watch it. And it was only the last five minutes of the show. It was stupid. The only thing it showed me is theory is definitely a little bit more jacked and cut than I really, really even noticed. Um, His poses and his muscle definition honestly aren't that much further from Bobby Lashley's. It's just Bobby Lashley overall has larger muscles. But the cut and the definition... Right. Uh, I I actually have to give to the Theory, uh, but I gave this a D plus.
1: Yeah, uh, Austin Theory. You know he is he is quite jacked. I mean he's not a Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley you can definitely tell between the two of them. Bobby Lashley's much bigger. Um, but Theory, for a guy his size, he's got he's got some muscle tone. Um, I thought he hung in there very well with uh with Lashley, and you know. You knew last week was gonna win when they said that they were gonna have the crowd decide. Yeah. So I yeah. I knew right there last week was gonna win. I mean he, he could have went like that with his finger. You know, oh I'm flexing my finger. Yeah and, and one because of the crowd. I gave it a D minus as well. Okay. I could have done it without it. it was the last five minutes of my life I'll never get back.
0: Right. Right. So I mean overall, I mean once again, the the show peaked. Um At the last end, with uh, Rounds and AJ Styles went downhill, and just because of that last 45 minutes of the show, I I, I have to give it a C plus.
1: Yep, I agree. Because like you said, it started with AJ here, and then after that match, it just, those times. And, uh, you know, like you said, putting the, Austin theory, Matt, putting the Austin Theory pose down on at the end was the perfect way to end the show. And I just gave it a C+. Okay. Overall. All right, so that was our Monday Night Raw recap. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have a, a lot more to talk about for SmackDown on, uh, after their show. See what they're going to be doing as far as in the bank goes. But This time now is my favorite part of
0: the show. I'm hoping it's everybody else's. It's Nuggies News, okay? Take it away. All right, thank you very much, Trivia. Um, first thing I want to do is I want to send out a happy 33rd birthday um, wish to the one and only Ding Dong Bailey. Today is her 33rd birthday, so I want to send out, you know, happy birthday wishes to her. Um and yeah, let's save this one for after after um, hold on hold on hold on there we go wrong page there we go um, a few things just to go over real quick if my phone wants to work for me and there we go um, oh well, wow that, that sucks I thought I had more on that page other than this um, so I guess I'm going back to the other page I guess there's questions that that people have been raising um as to where Bailey has been. Um and what's going on. Is is her rehab, did she have a setback? Because um, it had been reported that she was gonna return just after WrestleMania. Well it's two and a half months later and we still haven't seen Bailey. Um I don't know your thoughts of what when would be the right time to bring Bailey back. Is it the right time to bring Bailey back as a Money in the Bank competitor, or the uh, she's still a free agent. So she could show up anywhere. I mean, for Christ's sake. I mean, she could show up at NXT and challenge Mandy Rose. I mean, yep. she could go anywhere. Um, what's in your opinion, going to be the best way to reintroduce Bailey to the WWE universe?
1: Here's what I'd like to see happen. Somebody that's in the Money in the Bank match. Somehow something happens. They'll get attacked in the locker room, or they'll get attacked on the way to the ring, like what happened with Lana that one time when Becky Lynch took her place. And then Bailey's gonna pop up. I think. I think now for Money in the Bank it would be a good time for her to to come back to a huge pop. I, I I think I would like to see her come back to a huge pop and insert herself in the Money in the Bank.
0: Okay. That's what I'd like to see happen. Okay. Um, but if it doesn't happen,
1: then I would say Summerslam's too far away. For her to, um, for her to, you know, come back and be reintroduced, so to speak, to the crowd. But and I think it'll lose a little bit. Do you think it'll lose a little bit of luster if he
0: comes what back? Do you, what the what 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 are you, you watching on TV? Back. What are you watching on TV? No. No. Can you keep look looking up. over? You keep looking over like this at your TV. No, nothing, time. Well, oh, okay.
1: And um. I don't know, I, I, I don't think it'll I I mean, it'll make a big difference when she comes back because she's been gone for so long and the crowd's going to want to see her and everything else but I think the best time to bring her back could be you know, for money in the bank
0: okay. in my um, opinion I'm, right. I'm going to gracefully disagree, I think what I don't know who they're going to do it with how they're going to do it sorry my cushion's digging into my leg um I, I think the first Raw or SmackDown after Money in the Bank is when she should come back, and whoever wins the Money in the Bank if it's somebody from Raw, I wanted to show up on Smack. I, I wanted to show up on SmackDown to reintroduce somebody else on SmackDown to challenge Ronda Rousey. Um. I can envision Charlotte Flair coming out to SmackDown after um, Ronda Rousey's already won, coming out and wanting a rematch, and then Bayley coming out and saying, hey, 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 wait a minute. I know I've been gone for a while, yada, 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 and then have something with Flair to lead up to a a match against Ronda Rousey. Okay. A few other things real quick. Um, For those of you that have been wondering what's going on with Roman Reigns, Um, He's been the absentee champion since WrestleMania. Um, I mean, he won the Raw title to Unify, and he's never even defended that title once. Um, He's had about 660-some-odd days as the Universal Champion. It is being reported that between now and SummerSlam, the only episode of Raw Raw He's booked to be on is July 25th, and that's the Monday night. That's the Raw go-home show to SummerSlam. So, if you're wondering when he's going to show up on Raw, as of this date, he is not advertised or scheduled to be on any Monday Night Raws. Um, he is fighting Riddle this Friday on SmackDown, and 99% chance that he's not going to be at Hell in a Cell. Um, So for those of you that are Roman Reigns fans, you got to be a little bit more patient. Yep. Others out there, um, for the last four or five weeks, we've seen um, quite the success from one Alexa Bliss. Uh, Previous to that, the last time we saw her was at Elimination Chamber. And so she had a, a great amount of time off. She got married, went on a honeymoon... Um, but just before her wedding, or I shouldn't say just before, um, she has had a problem with her nose for years due to being broken like seven different times. So she finally decided to have, um, total nose reconstruction. They took pictures and, and did this and did that to reconstruct it. So it's identical to what it looked like before. I mean, so she got a quote-unquote nose job. But that was one of the reasons why she was away from the WWE roster for so long.
1: Okay.
0: Now, we know right now that in the women's ladder match, we have Alexa Bliss, Lib Morgan, and Lacey Evans. But what I have here is an early list of the odds for the winner of the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Obviously, okay. a lot of these names aren't people that are in the match. Number one on the list is a six to four favorite or three to two favorite, Becky Lynch. After her at eleven to four is Charlotte Flair. Then at 13 to 4 is Lacey Evans. Both Alexa Bliss and Bailey are at 9-2. Raquel Rodriguez is at 7-1. Oscar is at 8-1. And Liv Morgan is at 9-1. Um right now, once again, not knowing all the competitors, those are the names at the odds. Um, and then it said and then it says um Field, meaning anybody else on the roster, twenty-five to one. Okay. Um, so just you know, a little little tidbit there, um, as to the early betting outs or money in the blank money. With some more independent news, trivia. The floor is yours. All right, thank you, there, Greg. Uh, Got some independent
1: news to report. Got some matches. That are coming up. I'm gonna do this in chronological order here. June 18th, Tough and Talented Wrestling comes to 152 Litchfield Street in Torrington, Connecticut. Um, one of the matches on the card is a wrestler named Fly Noriega versus Steve Lenton. Never heard of either one of them. I just know that I heard that Fly Noriega is one of the top stars of indie wrestling in the Northeast. So, um, good luck to both of those guys. Hope they have a great match. Uh, also, we have on June 25th, we have two shows to report. One is New World Wrestling on June 25th. And this match, I would love to see three times over. As it's Connecticut's hardcore icon, Old Dread. Wearing off against former WWE superstar and the leader of the Brood, Gangrel. So
0: that's going to be. I thought I thought Ron be- Zombie was the Connecticut hardcore legend. Well, he was till Dread beat him a uh, while back. Okay. So that one is New World
1: Wrestling on June 25th. Also June 25th, BAPW presents Power Play. That will be held at 602 Co Avenue. In East Haven, Connecticut, at the PAPW training facility. Bell time is 7 p.m. Tickets are $20 at the door. PAPW is one of the, I believe, one of the best indie promotions in Connecticut. So definitely want to check them out whenever you get the chance. They have Friday Night Alley Fights as well. Oh, I forgot one more here for June 18th. I'm sorry, I forgot that. Uh, EPW, Rise of the Empire will be at 662, that's the address they gave, 662 Co Avenue in East Haven, Connecticut, on Saturday, June the 18th. Tickets are $15 online, $20 at the door. Um, don't know anything about the card yet, but that's just what I have as far as Rise of the Empire. And then, I believe the big one, VAPW will present Wild Wild Wrestling. Saturday, June, uh, Wednesday, June 29th, at the Cadillac Ranch in Suttington, Connecticut. Now, scheduled to appear on this show is The Cure, Lucas Chase, Paul Dredd, Andrew Anderson, The Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. I didn't know, uh, it's been a, been a while since anybody has seen Kevin Sullivan, you know, anywhere around, so it's nice to see him back. I don't know if he's going to be. A wrestler in the show, or if he's going to be a manager, or, or what he's—he's he's done both. And the Southern Bell, Jesse Bell smothers. Um, Jesse has been on the show. Jesse was on the show a long time ago. Um, I, I'd like to get out there to see the show and finally meet her. Uh, but that bell time is 8 p.m. and tickets are available. They're twenty dollars. tickets are available at the Cadillac Ranch that's at 45 Jude Lane in Southington, Connecticut and I have one more I know it's early yet but I'm going to be mentioning this periodically because I'll probably get more matches uh, assigned to the show but July 16th at the NEW Arena in Bethany, Connecticut at 40 Peck Road in Bethany they have matches that are going to be the miracle generation of well, with Dustin Flashwaller and I believe it's Jordan Rowe, the two of them, versus the Brick City Boys. Don't know much about them, but I'm sure this is going to be a good match. The NEW champion, Dan Math, will defend his title against former champion Brian Anthony. Uh, this, this one here looks like a mixed match. A man versus a woman. Jared Silverkleit who was a wrestling manager, managed one of our favorites from back in the day, Wrecking Ball He's going to square off against female Nikki Duke. So I don't know much about uh, about Nikki, but that should be an interesting match. Also, Alec Price versus Katie Navarro and Brett Goshen versus Lorenzo Vendetta. Lorenzo is part of the Battle Academy for PAPW. So... Hopefully, we'll get some more matches for that one on July 16th at the N.E.W. Arena in Bethany, Connecticut at 40 Peck Road. I don't have price of tickets yet. I just saw that That match that was advertised today on Facebook. So, as soon as we get more information on it, I'll definitely report it. So, that's Trivia's Indie Report with the matches for this week. Thank you all for listening. Very good. Thank you. So now, Money in a Bank.
0: Yes, sir. We already know who's uh, who's going to be in it right now for the
1: women, or who's in it right now for the women. For the men, it's only Seth Rollins right now.
0: Yeah, there's only um, three women. Right. Uh, do so they we have don't know who's listed? in it. So we don't know who's in it for the women. It's only three. All
1: well, right. Yeah, but I'm saying we know the three women that are in it right now.
0: Okay. Which is Lacey Evans. Um, Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan—they've okay. qualified, so
1: they're in the Money in the Bank match. Um, and I noticed something too watching Monday Night Raw. I mean, it's probably irrelevant, but I just talk about irrelevant things sometimes anyway when it comes to the show. I noticed that the men's briefcase is bigger than the women's. I saw it hanging up there, and it's like here's the men's. And here's the women's. It's like, wow, I didn't even realize
0: that. Well, typically a men's briefcase is bigger than a woman's attache case.
1: So, I mean, I
0: don't know That would be a little, little more done. difficult. That would be a little more difficult to say the women's, you know, money in the asset case right. <laughs> match. That is true.
1: Um, so, I mean I don't know who's gonna be uh he was going to be in the qualifying matches on Friday for SmackDown. I haven't heard anything yet.
0: Nope, they haven't. As of now, the, I mean, they usually don't release anything about SmackDown until the earliest Thursday night.
1: Right. Um, I think right now they're focusing on I, I think that they're focusing on the Money in the Bank qualifying matches before they come up with any other matches. Because like you said, we have Ronda versus um, Natalia. Mm-hmm. We have Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, but to my knowledge, those are the only two singles matches in right now.
0: Yeah. So what do you right. mean? The, yeah, you you you're confusing the hell out of me today. Well, I think they I think
1: they're I think they're, wor- I think they're working on getting the Money in the Bank qualifiers ready before they come up with
0: other matches. But. Then you point out the other matches that they've come up with before the Money in the Bank ladder matches are set. Oh. That's where you lost me. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. I mean, do I think Riddle's going to be involved in the Money in the Bank? I'd like to see it. I'd like to see him be involved in the Money in the Bank ladder match. If not, I think they should put him in a
0: singles match. Um well I don't know how many other well how many other matches do you think they can add to money in the bank I mean right now you have the 4 um I want to say now see I don't know what the hell happened I had an article saved that that I that I thought I saved that Listed, quote-unquote, eight matches that could... Oh, here it is. See, I was on the wrong phone. These are eight matches that they... Some have already been confirmed. And then this is a projected, predicted match card. Obviously, Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley. Theory versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title. Okay. Ronda Rousey vs. Natalya. And why did this stop at 5? Motherfucker. Okay, well, for some reason it stopped at 5. Um, I don't know why. Let me try and pull it back up. No, it, it's just stopping at five. I don't know why. It's not going four, three, two, or one. Do you, th- do you think six matches is enough for Money in the Bank or No, they listed they listed seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, they listed the quote-unquote eight predicted um, competitors for both the men and the women, and those are really the ones. That I was interested in asking you because I wanted to see what your thoughts were on those competitors. Um it also listed I know one of the other matches it listed was um Edge versus Finn Balor. And then I can't remember oh, only the other one was uh the Street Profits versus the Usos. So they're already putting on this card four title matches and then in my eyes, the money and the briefcases are, are like title matches, because you get a contract for a title. Um, so they're looking for six matches that mean something, as opposed to the last one where we just had two.
1: Right, and I think Edge and Finn Balor will be would, would make a good addition to the card. I think it would be a good match.
0: I just don't know if sure. that's quote unquote too soon. For Edge to come back from this severe injury?
1: Um, the Street, street Profits and USOs, Well, I think we know what we're going to get out of that.
0: Yeah, um, Street Profits to win.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And, you know, getting back to the Roman Reigns situation for just one second before we get back to anything else. I was thinking the other day, and I know it's dangerous for me to be thinking, but... I said to myself as itself, you've got Roman Reigns as the universal, as the undisputed champion, universal and uh, WWE champion. Now, he's part-time.
0: If that, it's like he's no time. If you're
1: going to have a part-time champion, leave the title on Lesnar. I mean, I understand he wants to take some time off, or WWE wants to give him some time off. I understand that. And he deserves it. But at least show up once in a while. You know, even if it's in a video on a Titans, Ron, talking about certain things, at least show up. If you're going to have Roman Reigns as a part-time champion, then put the title back on Lesnar, who was a part-time champion. right? And, but getting back, I just wanted to bring that up. And, uh, but getting back to Money in the Bank, I can, uh, I can I can agree with what you're thinking about Edge. You know, might be too soon. Yeah,
0: I mean I I don't know where they're going with it, but they're also saying that Ronda Rousey's ability to compete in a match at Money in the Bank is in question because of the quote unquote severe beating she took from Natalya.
1: Okay. I know she had her in the sharpshooter for a bit.
0: Right, right.
1: And that was, and, you know, she played that up well. And,
0: uh... Oh, also, uh, did you... I know this is totally off-subject. Just popped in my head. Did you see the video that I posted on our page of Big E throwing his neck brace into the garbage? I was
1: wondering what that was.
0: You didn't know what that was?
1: Then I realized it was Big E. Yep.
0: So does that mean he's ready? No, no, no. Mike, he had his neck broken. Just because just cause your bandage is off your knee, does that mean you're able to run around and walk around with no pain? True. I mean, no. He had his neck broken. If. If. We see him in the ring again. <sighs> I I I'm gonna say, if it's gonna be a totally different way of wrestling, and it will be sometime next year.
1: Okay. Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck.
0: And Biggie finished. No, he didn't finish his match. He got dropped on his head. That's right. Right. Yep. But so. he was walking around. Um, a week after breaking his freaking neck. Yeah, well, that's 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 good for Biggie. He's uh, he's not letting it get to him. He's not letting it get it down. He's not letting it get him down. Right. He's a fighter.
1: And uh, you know, if we do see him in the ring, that'll be great. If not, well, then we understand that as well. Because you got a broken neck, that's nothing to play around with. People die from broken necks.
0: Yeah. So. Alright, I may have I may have found the complete article. Yes, it went past number five on this one. Oh, then back to the. No, well yeah, no, hold on, it went back to number seven after the five. Oh yeah, Finn Balor versus Edge. Usos versus Street Profits. And then yep. these are the eight that it's predicting will be in the women's ladder match. Obviously we already know Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, and Liv Morgan. Yep. Saying Becky Lynch, Asuka, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, and Shotzi with Shayna Baszler winning. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, do you want me to tell you the winners of all the other matches that they're predicting? Sure. Alright. Um... Theory vs. Bobby Lashley um, Theory retains Ronda Rousey retains over Natalya Bianca Belair retains over Rhea Ripley um, Finn Balor beats Edge due to outside interference The Usos retain and then the Munns The men's Money in the Bank ladder match. These are the eight competitors. Seth Rollins. Riddle. Kevin Owens. Damian Priest. Gunter. Ricochet. Sami Zayn. And Drew McIntyre.
1: Wow, they have some big boys in there.
0: Who do you think they're saying should win? Gunther? Nope. No. Um. No. Who do I who, who do I think they said should win? Yeah, or will win. Predicting that they will win.
1: Well, I would I would say that the obvious one would be Seth Rollins, but I don't think they're picking that. Um. Ricochet? No. Who?
0: Sami Zayn. And I love the pick. I absolutely love it. Cause he would be the perfect type of person to be that weasel, like when the Miz had the ba- had the had the briefcase. Not this last time, the first time. He'd be that that weasel that would come down but not cash in. Come down but not cash in. Then come down, and I I think that would be a great pick. Somebody not obvious.
1: Okay. That would be
0: interesting. Because I think, like, Drew McIntyre... That listening, like, Drew McIntyre is obvious. You know, Seth Rollins winning, obvious. Um, Riddle winning... After losing the Roman Reigns... And still being able to, quote-unquote, cash in... Because he has a, a new contract... That overrides, whatever. I mean, I could see those, you know, things, but... Just all those names having Sami Zayn win, because, I mean, he had quite the face run when he was in NXT. Yep.
1: Yep. That would be interesting to see Sami win. Because not only it would be, you know, like you said, interesting for him to come out, not cash in, come out, not cash in, but it'll elevate his career a little higher.
0: Right. (laughs) You know, and, and, you know, have the bloodline, quote-unquote, you know get chummy chummy with him because he has the briefcase and then screw him over or or something like that to have the face turn I think that could be I think that would be good and then Shayna Baszler being the next one to take on Ronda Rousey I mean if that I would, happens I would
1: love to see that match
0: Yeah I
1: would love to see that match and um All right well that would be interesting to see those uh those happenings in money in the bank, you know, seeing Sami Zayn win, seeing Shayna win, seeing Shayna challenge Ronda Rousey, so that's um that's going to be quite interesting. See how they're gonna how they're gonna work that out. You know, maybe I'll get a chance to watch a little. don't uh, know, I won't be watching the AEW. Texas actually soccer on it. Ten minutes.
0: Well, I'm um, re- I'm recording it so. Oh, there you go. I've set up and, a recording uh, for it, so... Oh, cool. So we've got, uh,
1: now, like you said, we've got Money in the Bank. After Money in the Bank
0: is the Clash at the Castle, right? No, uh SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Clash at the Castle isn't until September. After oh, okay. the summer's over. Okay, and then
1: after that one is the, the one in
0: Saudi Arabia, right, in October? Uh, supposedly, I don't know. I don't know if they gave... Let me see if they've officially listed it or not. Summers um, Clash at the Castle, and then... No, right now, the next one they're listing after that, after Clash at the Castle, is Extreme Rolls.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But there's no information on a date, location, or anything, so... Okay. Oh,
1: I also got a message earlier today that... Uh, see the, the members of the Top Rope Report and, and the prediction crew, we're a we're pretty close-knit group of people. And uh, I got a message earlier today from the infamous Tony Black, um, wanting me just to mention, you know, out there, congratulations goes out to his son, Blake, graduating up into the ninth grade today. So, congratulations.
0: No, shut goes up, down. shut up. That kid, can, he's going into high school? Yep. Jesus, what the mother effing crap? Yeah. What's up with this? this, this no, he's a snot-nosed little kid. He's so going into high school? He's going to Platt High School, yep. Holy shit-a-moly. Wow. Where? Time flies, Where? man. Time flies. Yes, Holy crap.
1: Yep. So we just wanted to say congratulations to Blake. Uh hope you have a great four years at Flat High School. Um uh, Tony said he's going to be looking to go into the band and uh, the track team.
0: Oh, okay. So that would uh Yeah, because be band awesome. band is only a winter or a fall winter sport. Yep. Um actually I don't even know what they do in the fall. I, I don't know. Up there
1: too, but I don't know.
0: I don't know if uh, they perform for any sports in the fall, now that you think about it.
1: I guess he's a tuba player, so, but uh, we want to wish him the best, congratulations on his graduation, and yep, we remember him when he was, he had to a grasshopper.
0: If I had known that, I would have had the music queued up.
1: Now he's, now he's in, uh, now he's in high
0: school. Wow, Jesus. Well, Tony, if you didn't feel old yesterday, you feel old now.
1: Right, that's what he said to me He goes, I can't believe he says I'm the father of a high school student I said, yep
0: Okay, don't. I'm a father of a 30 year old Shut up, Tony
1: <laughs> Exactly Yep So, but like I said Once again, congratulations to Blake we, uh, We're we proud of you I hope everything goes well for you In your high school career So, yeah, but uh, You know, I was uh, I was thinking today about how you know how WWE is going to work Money in the Bank. I hope they come up with some really good angles, really good matches. I've always liked Money in the Bank because it just the way some of those people and the way some of those guys use them ladders and yeah. land on them yep. and hit them others. Like, I mean, there's been times where i have like, that even made my back
0: hurt. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there watching it. Yep. You know, some of them
1: bend the ladder, break the ladder. And it's just, you know, AJ Styles was like talking about on uh, Monday Night Raw, oh, I've never won the money at the bank, I'd like to win it. Well, you had it, but you dropped it and no caught it. So that was 20, I guess that was on top of the, the building.
0: But, right, Titan Tower. Yep. Which for, for what they put together for that, uh, I mean, for what they were able to do, Rather than just doing ladder match in an empty arena, doing it on top of the building, have them all running through and, you know, what was it, AJ Styles and John Cena went into Vince McMahon's office. I mean, you know, and just all the little things by catering and all this. I mean, for what they were, quote unquote, able to do because of the pandemic, that was when the pandemic was really at its worst. I mean everything was shut down nobody was going anywhere nobody's doing anything gas was a dollar forty nine a gallon I mean it, it was you know so for what they were able to pull off eh it was okay yep you know and
1: two guys
0: and two written guys written getting written thrown written. over the over, off the building <laughs> I mean you know who was that what Ray Mysterio and somebody else they got thrown over the railing off quote unquote off yep. the building
1: yep and, um... Good thing there was a landing on the other side.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But, yeah, I mean, you know, even with the Thunderdome, what they had to work with, I thought they did a good job.
0: Well, they didn't have a Money in the Bank ladder match at the Thunderdome. No, but I'm just
1: saying, even with the Thunderdome, oh, when they had okay. SmackDown and the Thunderdome, I thought, they did I thought they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah. Because it kept WWE going. It kept the people... Who couldn't go anywhere during the pandemic home, home, home to watch it. And I thought it
0: was I thought it was an interesting thing that they did and I, I thought it was good. Yeah. So <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, yeah, so like I said, you know, hopefully I'll have some more indie news next week. Hopefully I'll have some more word on the uh, on the show at the NEW Arena.
0: Well hopefully yeah. on Sunday the nineteenth, which is Father's Day. Um, we'll have results from the show on the 18th.
1: Yes, we will. And um, so, hopefully, they'll have some great results. I mean, you know, we don't know who's going to... Yeah, I I got the word out to Vinny to send me the results for his show for Tough and Talented Wrestling. And, um, you know, hopefully, he'll have a uh, a great time with his promotion. So... Uh, anyway, anything else
0: you want to add, Greg? Uh, not that I could think of.
1: Okay. Let me give you one more little scenario here. Um, you had mentioned something on our page that you had posted about soccer banks. And, I mean, could it be clear, I, I think
0: it is, I, because... I, I think I think it is too. I know it is because I've seen um uh, well then again it could be a promotional shot. Um but her hair is back to her natural brown color. Um they there were pictures of her on Instagram um from some eye surgery place where she just had eye surgery done and has patches over both her eyes for the next 72 hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously, well, yeah, maybe they surgery was done yesterday, then maybe. But, no, I, I, I think it's... Right. I, I am more and more convinced we're never going to see Sasha Banks in the WWE ring again.
1: No, I totally agree. I totally agree with that 100%.
0: I think we'll, I think we'll see Naomi back in the WWE ring, but I think, yeah. not Sasha. I think Sasha's head's, right. I think Sasha's head's not gotten too big. I think it's the same reason why Tessa Blanchard um, is not in a major wrestling organization because her head's just too big for herself. She right. she just you know thinks she's all that and and a bucket of chicken and she's not.
1: And she's really not as good as she.
0: To be. Well, she could be. I mean, Tessa Blanchard right. could. I mean, she, for God's sakes, she held men's titles in Impact. I mean, she was yep. physically able to, to pull that off. Um, she could be, you know, a dominating force in a wrestling organization. But you can't be... Well, <laughs> she could be the female's version of Roman Reigns, who... Is perceived that my shit don't stink. I can do whatever I want, and right. it hurts the business. Yep. I I agree with that. Yeah, like you said, you know, we won't see Sasha, but I I think we have a better chance of seeing Naomi come back than Sasha. Right. And I think if Naomi
1: comes back, it might be with the bloodline.
0: I don't know. I I don't know. I think that's. I think that ship has sailed. I don't think you're going to see anybody else. New in the bloodline ever. I think the bloodline will be done Has a better chance of ending before we see another member of the bloodline added. Okay. Because it's one of those things where if you were going to do it, you, I think they would have done it. I no, think I'm they would have sure, done yeah. it already.
1: Yep, they would have done it before all this had, had taken place. So. Alright then. That was another great... Edition of the Top Rope Report. Once again, great job on Nugget News, Greg. Thank you. Um, Always love to. That's always the better part of the show for me. And um, so, on behalf of the Nugget, Greg, this is the illustrious Mister Tribute for the Top Rope Report, saying thank you all for tuning in, and we'll catch you on Sunday.
0: Watch Watch me. And thank you once again for turning into an episode of Top Rope Report. Tune in Sunday when we review Smackdown and talk more about money in the bank.